do an internet search for how to make money from home or how to start a business. You will get a ton of results. And once you get past all of the do surveys and take it from me, someone who's tried the surveys, they don't work. Don't do them. Or, and get past the get paid to just do this. You find one piece of advice common in all of these search returns. And they will all say this. If you want a successful business, you need to find a niche. There are also a number of books out there uh, telling you to own your niche or find your niche or build a power niche. With all of this emphasis on a niche, what is a mom to do? Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show, where we talk about all things momtrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I'm Jody the Mom from lifeunboxed.blog. And if you are enjoying this content, please like the video and be sure to subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to the podcast, feel free to leave a five-star review on whichever app you are listening. Be sure to share the podcast and the YouTube video with your friends. I truly appreciate your, your support and spreading the word. Remember, if you have a question that you just can't seem to find the answer to, let me know. I seriously, I would love to hear your questions and to help you as much as I can to get an answer to them. All right, moms. So let's challenge this typically accepted advice that you need to find a niche in order to start a business or as the app title of this uh, episode, finding your niche is central to a good business plan or is it? So do you really need a niche to start a business? The very short answer is no, you do not need a niche to create a successful business. So stay with me because I am going to let you in on all of my secrets on starting a business without finding your niche. Or maybe what I have just said to you you've already been thinking, you've already been telling yourself or asking the question at least, at least, do I really need a niche to start a successful business? If you are ready to take the next steps, I have created a free workbook and I'm so excited to share it with you uh, on how to start a business without a niche. So feel free to uh, check out the link below where you can download your free workbook that will take you step-by-step through this process. And at the end of the video, I'm going to show you, I'm going to give you a bit of a sneak peek into the workbook. So like I said, I'm very excited to be able to offer this to you because when I was starting out, I couldn't find anything even that would even come close to something like this. And so I'm really happy that you wonderful mom boss, uh, have this resource. There are a few other resources I want to mention before we actually dive deep into this specific topic. 
this so the first one is the workbook. The second one is this the part-time work from home series. So we cover topics such as prepare before you leap, start a virtual virtual assistant business, and what you need to start. So those will also um, give you some very practical tools uh, to help you get your business off the ground to take those first few steps. And this is only the first video in this series. There will be a part two. So stay tuned for how to make money from home without a niche or niche, depending on where you're from. I'm going to call it niche. I've heard it both ways, but we're going to go with niche. Okay, so let's jump into this topic. You have tons of resources to check out, and I will leave the links for you in the description below. And But let's get into our specific topic for today, which is starting a money-making business without finding a niche. When I started exploring this idea of starting my own business, and you can read more about that transition on the, about the mom page, and I'll leave the link below. Um, I had so many questions. And like you, I went to the one source that could answer all of them, the internet. So the search results all came back with these results. You need to specialize and find a niche. I sat there staring at my screen incredibly frustrated and thinking, but I'm a generalist. I have spent my entire career spreading my knowledge wide instead of deep. Does this mean I will never be able to start a successful business? And I did. I really had that. I would look at my husband and be like, so what, what should I specialize in? What's the one thing that I should be doing? And we both kind of just looked at each other uh, dumbfounded because there was never just one thing that I did. My career was has never been just one thing. That's probably a good thing. I would have gotten really bored if it was. So I want to ask you, are you finding yourself in a similar place? You want to start a, your own business, but your knowledge is wide. And are you asking yourself, how do I narrow down my wide experience? Do I really need to find something to be special about? Are there any businesses who need help from a generalist? The answer to all of these questions is an emphatic yes. So what exactly is a niche? This is such a popular buzzword that I feel like at this point, we just really need to, to pause in our discussion and define it. So I'm going to read a couple of definitions for you. According to dictionary.com, a niche is a place or position suitable or appropriate for a person or thing pertaining to or intended for a market niche, having specific appeal. So according to Indeed.com, specifically in business, a niche is something that you feel best suited for. So like all definitions or most definitions, it's a bit vague and open for interpretation. But so these definitions are usually applied to starting a business. And this is 
typically the advice you hear. At least this was the advice I heard starting out. And basically the advice is this. You need to specialize. You need to find a specific focus so you know what clients to take and which ones to turn away. Let's just think about that one for a moment. So you're just starting out on a business and do you really want to be turning away clients? Really? Like, I understand that you don't want to do something you hate, but at the same time, until you try something, you never really know if you're going to like it or hate it. And still more advice, finding your niche will help you to focus on marketing because you will only focus on that specific area that you actually want to work in. And this will save you money. Sounds good, right? Like Apple, right? They stayed in their niche as a music company. Oh, wait, I mean technology company that totally disrupted and changed the whole music business with their iPod. Yeah. Or Amazon. They kept to their niche as just a bookstore, except for being one of the largest retailers of just about everything, and a bookstore who totally disrupted the publishing industry with their Kindle, and they forced the publishing industry to change. So let me tell you, I have have some friends who actually work in the publishing industry, and I remember the sense of panic when the Kindle first came out, because it was going to, they knew that it was going to totally disrupt how publishing was always done. So let me say this, aren't you glad these businesses, these businesses didn't focus on just their niche? If they did, we may never have had the iPod with uh, you know, being able to buy a single music instead of whole CDs, and we may never have gotten the Kindle. So I hope in all of in that little story, you are sensing my sarcasm, because clearly you don't need a niche to be successful. And it is time to turn this idea on its head. So I recently read this quote, and I will leave the link for the book where I read it from in the show notes below. It's just a book of quotations. So if you like that kind of stuff, I really am enjoying reading this one. So, but I thought this quote was so appropriate for what we are talking about today. And it is this, the best way to have a good idea is to have lots of ideas. And Linus Pauling is the, the quoter, or quote, he's the person who said it. So the idea of finding your niche really causes you to hyper-focus on just one idea. So, but how do you know that it's even a good idea or the right idea? So you may start with one idea and find that you're shifting towards another one. And when you are so focused on one thing, it can be hard to see the big picture. If you are so consumed with finding just the one right idea, then you have potential to miss a very good idea. 
So this idea of finding your niche, it, it forces you to banish your lots of ideas and just pick or think about one idea only. And that may not be a good thing. Let your ideas and your passions work together. So I just read this in, or listened to this in Steal Like an Artist by Austin Cleon. And he said, don't throw any of yourself away. And I, I literally listened to it today and found it so appropriate that I put it into the script. <laughs> so just so you know, like, it's like, yes, this is that good. So your ideas should talk and interact with each other and see what happens. And the whole point was not throwing any of yourself away is don't hyper-focus to the exclusion of something else in your life because then it'll start to feel like he likened it to phantom limb pain. So the idea like when you lose a limb, uh, survivors will tell you that sometimes they still feel the limb there. So if you, if you cut something off of, from your ideas or, or personality or passion, then it's like a phantom limb pain. It'll always still be lingering there in the back of your mind. So don't throw any of yourself away. So let me say this at this point. I am not saying that finding a niche is a bad, a bad idea or a wrong one. But when we hyper-focus on one idea to the exclusion of all others, then we have a problem. And so many business books and blogs tell you to focus on one thing. They tell you to exclude everything else, throw part of yourself away, and just focus on one thing. But what if you are a generalist? And that's what I am getting at is... It is an extremely frustrating process for a generalist to live in a specialist world. So if your knowledge is wide, in other words, you know a lot, you know quite a bit of stuff about a wide range of topics, but you might not be an expert in any of those topics. That's what a generalist is. A specialist knows, they may know a little bit about other topics, but their, fo their focus is on one specific topic. That is a specialist. So if you are a generalist and we live in a specialist world, everything around us always tells us to specialize. It's like trying to force your skills and knowledge into a very specific cubbyhole. And it will be awkward and frustrating. Think square peg, round hole. So let's talk about a reason for finding your niche. So finding your niche, like again, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying we need to step back from hyper-focusing on this idea. So, so finding your niche is not a bad idea. It just may not be the right idea for you. So Forbes gives as the number two reason businesses fail is because they didn't define their niche. The idea being that you can't be everything to everybody. And this is true. So even as a generalist, you can't be all things to all people. But as a generalist, you have a broader reach. And you can make money as a generalist without finding your niche. You still can be successful and have a business that doesn't fail.
So let's move, move with me, will you? Let's move from hyper-focusing on one idea and start exploring outside of the box. So finding your niche can lead to a successful business, but you can also start a successful business without finding your niche. Both can work. So as I promised, I am going to give you a glimpse of your mom boss 2.0 workbook that specifically takes you step by step through how to start a business without a niche so that you can break free from the nine to five, be your own boss, raise your kids and enjoy your life. All right. So let's look at the workbook right now. Okay. So here's the the cover. I had to show that off, but let's look at. So this is the outline of what we will be covering in the book. So the first one, we're going to talk about your why. Number two, we're going to talk about determining the type of business you want. Number three, we're going to create your one liner or your elevator pitch. Yeah, I've heard it both ways, said both ways. Then we're going to really dive into what services do you want to offer? Because just because you, you're good at something, it doesn't mean you should be doing it. This has nothing to do with niche. I am a firm believer that while you don't have to be passionate about sending invoices and writing letters or emails to people, you should still like what you're doing. So number five, we're going to talk about potential clients. Now, this is going to be different than what you see in um, a lot of places where they teach you how, you know, about potential clients. Um, We're not going to create an avatar. We're not going to create a fake avatar. Not doing that. We're going to think about real people in your life who could benefit from from working with you. That's how practical this is going to be. Then number six, we're going to talk about the initial investment because there's a lot of toys out there, but you don't need to buy everything, especially as a mom entrepreneur. You have a family budget. You have a homeschool budget, maybe like you have a lot of places where your money is already committed. And so I am, I like to uh, start with what what I have in the house and build up and pay as I go so that the business is not creating household debt and everything is paid for. And then finally, we are going to talk about other things to consider. So just to give you an idea. So this is how each section is set up. So we're going to talk about describing your services and it's all in one page. I did, you know, have to do a little bit of cramming to get it all in. But I wanted to make sure it was, you had um, the most substance in the, um, the least amount of words as possible. So we're going to talk about services. And then you'll actually um, work through the list um, to describe your services. And so here's another one, potential clients. We're going to think through the who the potential clients could be. And then we're going to start uh, listing them out and the reasons why. Now, I am so glad you joined me today. This is a topic that I really want to help other moms um, 
like me not not feel like you can't start a business or um, you feel like you are that square peg that's being hammered into a round hole. No, we're going to find the right square hole for you. So I hope you will, if you've enjoyed this content, please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Y'all know the drill. Podcasts. And the reason I ask every time is because it does really help to work towards um, monetizing so that I can keep offering free stuff. So I'll get other people to pay me for giving you free stuff. I think that's a great deal. So be sure to subscribe and like the video and share the podcast and video with your friends. Remember to check out the Life Unboxed uh, blog store for all of your fantastic mom boss merch. And this is one of my shirts that I'm wearing right now. I know it's hard to see in my little studio, but I do wear them myself. I buy almost, I think I bought almost all of them, at least one of them, one of each. So I like them. I get comments on them all the time. So be sure to check that out. And for more great mom entrepreneur content, check out lifeunbox.blog. And I will see you in the next video. And we're going to talk more about how to start a business without a niche.